Lo, he goeth by me, and I see him not. He passeth on also, but I perceive him not. The whole point is that God is a spirit, and that you can't see him at all. Job had learned a great lesson, and he knew something about God as creator. But that's about all. He says, if God will not withdraw his anger, the proud helpers do stoop under him. How much less shall I answer him and choose out my words to reason with him? Job says, I wouldn't stand a chance coming in his presence. I wouldn't know what to say. And he says, if I had called and he answered me, yet would I not believe that he had hearkened unto my voice? Job says, I wouldn't know what to say if he did speak to me. For he breaketh me with a tempest, and multiplieth my wounds without cause. He will not suffer me to take my breath, but filleth me with bitterness. Now if I speak of strength, lo, he's strong. And if of judgment, who shall set me a time to plead? He's saying here, how in the world will I plead my case before him? Now verse 20, if I justify myself, mine own mouth shall condemn me. If I say I am perfect, it shall also prove me perverse. In other words, Job says, if I try to pretend I'm perfect, why well, my mouth will condemn me. But we're going to find that Job had a high estimation of himself. We'll come to that later. Believe me, he did have a high estimation of himself. He is not the man who said, I know that within me, that is, within my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. He's not saying he's perfect, but he's contending that he's a pretty good man. In fact, a righteous man, by the way. But he says, I recognize that if I came before God, I wouldn't be able to defend myself. Now, that is the position that a great many men are in today that do not know the Word of God at all. They feel like they'll be able to stand before God and that they will be able to meet his stand, and that they are actually today well-pleasing to him. Now, actually, Job felt that he would be able to stand before God, but he didn't know how he would defend himself. Now he gives really a heart cry for Christ, and I drop down now to verse 32 here. He says, For he is not a man as I am, that I should answer him, and we should come together in judgment. Now, what he's saying is this. He'd already said, if I justify myself, mine own mouth shall condemn me. In other words, when I come in God's presence, he's going to think of something that I'm not thinking of right now. And I don't think I'll be able to answer him. Now, if he was a man, I could talk to him. And that's the reason God became a man, friends, so you could talk to him. So that you and I would understand God. He'd be able to communicate to us and show to us that we don't meet God's standard. The only man who ever met God's standard was Jesus Christ. And none of us can come up to his standard at all. That's the curse of these plays and the books that have been written in recent years. Liberalism has had it for years that Jesus was just a man. And they insinuate today that he was a sinner. And the only place they find the sin, it's not in the Word of God. They find it in their own evil, dirty hearts. Because Jesus Christ was without sin, you see. But he was a man. And I can go to him 
because he died for me on the cross and he shows me by his life I can't meet God's standard and I need a savior and by his death he saves me and that's what Job is saying for he is not a man as I am that I should answer him and we should come together in judgment Job is saying I wouldn't stand a chance he's God and I'm man but now he's man friend now he says neither is there any daysman betwixt us there's no mediator between us somebody that might lay his hand upon us both Job says if there was only someone that could take his hand and put it in the hand of God and there was someone that could put his hand in my hand and bring us together and if he could do that then I'd have a mediator and the Word of God says Paul said to a young preacher there is one mediator between God and man the man Christ Jesus 